0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams.
1: The South African Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee concluded its two-day meeting this afternoon and pronounced that interest rates in South Africa will remain unchanged. With me now is Peter Kent, co-head of SA and Africa Fixed Income at 91 in Cape Town. Rather a cautious approach. I would have thought that given what's happening in South Africa, i.e. a relatively strong RAND, certainly in the last three to four months, an appalling economic situation i thought they might have done at least a cursory 25 basis points peter
0: yeah highlands yeah i mean i must admit that was our view going in we've had a view for some time and um, that there would be cutting at this meeting um and it would be sort of Towards the end of cuts, we thought you know maybe the lowest they would get in, in terms of the repo rate was three percent. So we were getting towards the end of cuts. Yes. And strangely today, I mean, when you looked at the forecasts as the governor was speaking, you know, we we actually thought there was going to be a risk that he would cut more than twenty five when he was talking about the forecasts. He. Revised growth down this year quite precipitously, um, you know, by a percent. So mid sevens to mid eights down this year, recession.
1: For for 2020, the yearly decline in the South African economy growth wise.
0: Exactly. Mm. Yes. So going backwards by close to 10%. You know, a huge revision this year. They They revised their inflation forecast lower. They mentioned that inflation expectations were lower. So these are normally things that would result in rate cuts. Um, But the way they squared the circle was this concept of potential GDP. So even though they raised what the economy is likely or or, or they sort of increased how much it would decline by this year,
1: they
0: they, they sort of corroborated that by saying – Hang on, but the economy actually is going to grow its potential is less as well, so in other words, even though they were revising GDP lower, it was closer to how the economy should be performing so it was a little bit It was a little bit of a fudge to be honest to get to get them to a position where they were unchanged in in rates. Um, it was a split decision again. the decisions to cut of late have been three two in favor of the cut
1: yeah. this
0: one was. Three two in favor of a hold, so clearly someone has switched and and switched the majority across um, to the hold camp, but we were surprised um, given those revisions that they they didn 't cut so yeah, I would agree with you look, but in the in the reserve bank 's defense they 've been very active they 've been very proactive in rate cuts, providing liquidity, providing market support so no one could ever accuse them of being asleep at the wheel, but given the mix of forecasts they gave us today, I'm surprised they didn't cut.
1: Yeah, so you were expecting 25 basis points. You At one stage you thought when the governor started speaking that it might be even as big as 50 basis points, but essentially, well not essentially, it eventually became an unchanged stance. Of the five MPC members, two voted to cut by a quarter of a percent, three to hold. The Reserve Bank sees inflation, it says here, well contained in the in the medium term I'd say so because there's no demand it sees core CPI at an average that's consumer price inflation at an average of 3.4 percent during the 2020 year versus uh, previous of 3.3 percent so that's that's essentially unchanged fiscal risks may add to exchange rate pressure is another quote that I saw what does that mean in other words if we continue to uh, not make any money as as an entity in South Africa then the rand is going to get weaker that's what I interpret it as
0: yeah, the, you know, the the Reserve Bank is always concerned about the RAND. Uh, they're always concerned about the RAND, its vulnerability and its impact on inflation. Um, so that phrase has been in, in the last few statements. The way it relates to fiscal risks in South Africa is clearly we, we, we know the fiscal predicament we're in. Debt to GDP is rocketing because... There is no growth, and there are no taxes and we haven 't really managed the fiscus well over the last few years, so that bad fiscus ultimately could mean that capital that previously invested in our bond market would leave and that 's what we 've seen over the uh, this year since the the, the coronavirus hit is we 've seen quite a lot of bond outflows from the market the peak was in was in march it 's slowed down to small inflows since then. But it's essentially saying if foreign investors, um, you you know, sort of judge our fiscus not to be improving, so the mini budget coming up in October is an important data point, you know, the risk is that they could take their capital out of the country, which, you know, they would have to then convert into dollars and sell rand, and that would result in, in the currency depreciating. So they're basically saying... You know, the fiscus is vulnerable. It hasn't been managed very well. COVID hasn't helped us. And if we don't do something about it, these foreigners are going to leave our bond market and and, and potentially leave our equity markets. And as a result of that, the RAND would depreciate and then force their hand on
1: inflation. Let's have a look at the market reaction now, because I can have a look at the 10-year. It's around about 9.20, 9.21. That's a 9.20, 9.21 yield. The rand has steadied quite nicely. Well, it's it's remained more or less unchanged in the high 16.20s. So I think people are just saying to themselves, well, maybe this is a good thing. Rather than a cut, um, this is actually rather good. And the market reacting in a stable and measured fashion, which is exactly what we need, I think.
0: Yeah, the, the reaction has been very muted, um, very muted, surprisingly so, to be honest. I think there has been a consensus building that they would be cutting today. Um, the market has, you know, that consensus has built over the last month or so. One of the MPC meet members was talking a couple of weeks ago. It was, it was reported in a local newspaper that the the Saab had room to cut rates. Mm. So the market started to increase the probability of a cut over the last two to three weeks. But, you know, this week the market's sort of taken back on that. So the, the, the muted reaction is surprising. Um, but, you know, some of, the, some of the move and the unwind of the cut happened over the last couple of days. Also bear in mind that the currencies had a very, very strong run. Um, you know, and even in the face of poor global markets, poor equity markets overseas, the RAND and other emerging market currencies have had a good run. So, normally, a slightly hawkish outcome like we've had today where the Reserve Bank kept rates unchanged when, when, when some people thought they would cut. Normally, you would see the RAND like that because people then think, well, hey, interest rates are higher in South Africa. It would attract capital at the margin. So, normally, you would expect the RAND to strengthen a touch, but it's already done a lot over the last two, three weeks anyway. And then, as I mentioned, in the bond market, you know, yields are so high in the bond market, that 10-year yield. Is so high anyway. If you think about inflation, inflation's in the threes cash rates are in the threes the 10-year yields in the nines mm. you know it's not really moving based on what the reserve bank's doing right now it's ba- it's moving a lot more based on what tito's doing basically
1: and also what's happening overseas of course because we are at the mercy of the international markets we do have an election coming up in the united states of america we do have all sorts of other things that are influencing us so it's nice that we're stable because if we were in a really weak position with the rand at say 19 or 1950 whatever it was and something happened overseas then we would really be in a a situation where the falls in certain South African asset classes would be precipitous. So at least we've got a sort of short-term stability base.
0: Yeah, Lindsay, I think one of the interesting things, you know, questions I get a lot from clients is, you know, they say to me, people, you know, things don't don't seem pretty good to me. I read the, I read the newspaper, I, I watch the news, and it doesn't seem to be going that well in South Africa at the moment. Why yeah. on earth is the RAND hanging in there? And when you look at it, it's actually quite interesting. You know, if you think about the stuff that we export as a country, you know, we export gold, we export iron ore. Gold is going up, you know, because the world is an uncertain place. The U.S. Federal Reserve has been easing. So gold has been been on the rampage. You know, that's an export of ours. So that's a tick. That's a good thing for us. We can generate income there. Iron ore, the Chinese have recovered well from, from the coronavirus. Their output is now sort of recovered to pre-corona levels. You know, so iron ore and other commodities have been going up. So that's good. That's something we can do and export and generate income. And then what's our main import? Our main import is oil. And what has oil done? You know, at the beginning of the coronavirus, the Russians and the Saudis kicked off an oil price war. It's recovered since then, but oil has gone down. So the stuff that we've exported has gone up in price. The stuff that we import has gone down in price. So ironically, if we're just sort of thinking of ourselves as a trading nation, our ability to generate foreign incomes actually improves through this whole thing. So mm. that's part of the reason why the RAND is hung in there, to be honest.
1: That's a very good point, actually. You didn't mention, of course, PGMs, platinum group metals, never mind platinum, but palladium and rhodium and the other ones. And that's also doing incredibly well at the, at the moment, the whole, the whole basket, that is. So yes, it's a, a very simplistic way to look at things, but a very pertinent way to look at them uh, as well. So, so as long as these things stay, as I say, stable, perhaps there is some hope for foreign exchange stability and not having to go to the IMF again with our begging bowl. Yeah,
0: Lindsay, I think, uh, you know what, I think as sort of South Africans, what we really need a hope for right now is is the external environment to remain supportive. So that mix that I mentioned of, you know, our plat- of our sort of commodity prices, you mentioned the platinum group as well. You know, that stuff staying where it is, oil not necessarily going up, and very, very importantly, the dollar not rallying. You know, Mm. obviously one side of our currency is the rand and the other side of the currency is the dollar. And the dollar's been weak over the last few months because the Federal Reserve has eased so much. You know, there was a meeting last night. They've committed to zero rates until the end of 2023, which is, it makes it very hard for the dollar to rally. So as South Africans the best we can hope for right now is the dollar remains under control for the next two or three years and that will hopefully give us a little bit of air cover that we can try and address some of our fiscal
1: problems let's hope so peter thank you very much for your analysis that's peter kent co-head of sa and africa fixed income at 91 in cape town the views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy position